Hello, I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we discuss all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And I'm joined by my friends, Jackie, Vanessa. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and I am the biggest Friends fan. I fall asleep to it every night, as y'all should know by listening. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Vanessa Martinez. I'm the newbie in the group, and it's my first time watching each episode of Friends. Yes, each episode in the deep dive. So we're on the 60th episode. Let's do a little math here. We are 25% of the way through. Oh, there you go. A quarter of the way through. That's interesting. Like I said, this is the 60th episode. The one with all the jealousy premiered on January 16th, 1997 to 29.6 million viewers. I think they're setting up a sweep stunt with this. Because it's this is the oh. last week going into Feb, before February. Oh, no wonder. I, no <laughs> wonder this is why they're doing it. I just noticed that by looking at the date. But Jackie, tell us what happens. <laughs> oh, so yes, I get it now. It's like, why at this timing and stuff? Because of sweeps. Because they are setting up something very monumental in the series. It's the first day of Rachel's new job at Bloomingdale's. Ross becomes super jealous. Like we mentioned in the last episode. These two, last episode and this episode... It just, it's not a good look for us. Um, Monica meets Julio the poet, and we that's our first Latino character, guys. <laughs> Finally. <Good morning>. Yes. <laughs> and Joey auditions for a musical, which was hilarious. So, um, yes, this is very much Ross bringing his jealousy to a new level, as we discussed in the last one. Yeah, I, I did not like that part of this episode. Yes, it's so overbearing, and it's just like, dude, grow up! Like, come on, you know, like be supportive, you know. And and women's right movement already happened in the seventies. Get along with it. You've got twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like using all these gifts to make you know to stand out and. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, like, like you said, it's too much. I, I would appreciate gestures. You know, everyone likes nice gifts here and there, but yeah. that's just overbearing. That's over controlling. Uh, Rachel can't even do her work because she has so many teddy bears and so many flowers from Ross. So many. And I mean, I don't know if she feels embarrassed by I, it. That's what I was going to say. I think she's totally embarrassed by it. Yeah. I mean, she's trying to, she just started this job. She doesn't know anybody there. She's, mm-hmm. you know, trying to prove herself. And then there's this distraction. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about like being a, uh, a news director or a supervisor? If you see one of your employees getting all those gifts. It would, especially if they're new, it's a little weird. You know, yes. maybe flowers for the first day. Congratulations on the new job. I hope you do great. That's one thing, but. Really, all every day, all of that stuff, that's it's just it's too much. It's a distraction. She's there to work. She's not there to I would think there's something wrong with their relationship. Wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. I would too, yes. I totally. would too. overbearing jealousy, like, oh, you gotta watch out for that one. You know what I mean? Like it's just too it's way too much and it's just it's so like you said, distracting. And if that if her desk was in the shot of the newsroom of the flash cam, clean it up. <laughs> yeah. well, and it's just distracting. It's a distraction that and and it it, it impacts people's view of her, don't you think? Yeah, totally. yeah. Coworkers who don't know her. 
Definitely. Totally. Yeah. And, and you're trying to get to know each other and you have this. If calling. she yeah. did that to him, he would not be happy. Yes. Yes. And Even he, if he showed up at the office all the time while he's trying to work, she would not be happy. He would not be happy. Yeah. And he even went as far as, as getting her a barbershop quartet to oh, sing. Ridiculous. I mean, it was That's- funny. The lyric was funny, but it was ridiculous. And even Monica was telling Ross to calm it down. Yeah. Exactly. But- she has yeah. to snap him back into it, and she kind of yells at him for it, and just like, "Hey, don't you trust her?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I do." So it's just, it's, it's like he need he needed that like smack in the head, like get your ish together. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny when they were when the guys were sitting on the couch in Central Park talking about the situation. Joey does that. Ross is mopey high. He goes like, "Hi," like when he's giving him advice, and they're like talking about the situation. But yeah. I don't think they always give him the best advice either, though. Yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. Like they said that Mark knows exactly what he's doing because he's gonna or she's gonna go to him to complain about the boyfriend, and it's like, it's it's ridiculous. It's too much. Yeah. Too, too much. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I am optimistic that it will work out, and Ross will come to his senses, and Rachel will snap him into place. Well, do you think that he did at the end when she said, like, you can trust me? Do you think he kind of did or completely, like, kind of just blew past him, the apology and everything? I think maybe he accepted it, but just a simple apology is, like, not going to work. I think once they show that, once he shows, start showing his insecurities, it's always going to be in the back of her mind. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But, I, but then – she gets the funny part about it. I will, you know, the funny part of the, they flip it at the very end where he's going on a play date. He and Ben are going on a play date with the stripper from the bachelor party and her, her son. And, you know, Rachel does not like that either. Yeah. And then, yeah. And she's like playing with her coffee in the shirt. But it's different because it's like, the play date you don't work with this person every day you know so they flip it for like a little one instance you know well it's also different the fact that if ross doesn't like her hanging out with a male coworker, then why would he go hang out with another woman too yeah it's like a tit for tat is that what you know like or he doesn't understand the double standard that he's in placing one of the two yeah that's true that's true i I mean he's He's going to mess up. Yeah. Exactly. Do you think that? Do you think maybe because he has a lot, he has, do you think he has a lot of insecurities because he was in a failed relationship with, with yeah. his ex-wife, Carol? Yeah. yeah he said that, but I think it goes deeper than that. I think it's. And, and he probably even go, Yeah. And even when he tried getting her in high school, going to prom, uh-huh. I mean, we saw the, in the, um, the playback episode of the one where they go to prom. Right. And, and, and then she is not going. Right. So he doesn't want to lose her another time. Because we saw he lost her once after the list or the the things he likes about Julie and the things he likes about uh, Rachel. We already saw that. She mm-hmm. found the list. She left him. Mm-hmm. He's just got this dark side that he can't get over and he needs to... He needs to mature with, he needs to mature. Like, 
yeah, he doesn't, I feel like he's, you know, obviously we're all, you know, they're all in their twenties and you're not fully developed mentally. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> you're not a mature, you can't really like have a mature relationship until you're in your thirties. And even then, even then I find myself, you know, in my thirties and still developing mentally with relationships and how get your head maturely around things. And it just, this just shows his age. This just shows his immatureness of, of being who he is and he just needs to puck up <laughs> and deal with it. <laughs> but I don't, I mean, he's so confident in his job and he has such a quirky job, but he's very confident in that space. And it, it's just weird that he, I mean, it's realistic. I'm not saying it's not realistic. I think people are like that. It just, he yeah. needs to, you know, go to therapy or something. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but then it was taboo. So if they showed him going to therapy or something, it would, wouldn't it be like taboo in the '90s to have like a male go to a therapist? Well, you know, you want to get better, or you want to? Yeah, it's true. You want to have that fear of being in relationships and losing someone? <laughs> oh, but I think she she should have taken a better stance as well. Like, I know she kind of just like tells him at the end, "Don't you trust me?" But I think she should have really kind of like like stood up for herself in a sense in this episode but we'll see what happens in the later episodes but it's funny how ross walks into her office and mark's girlfriend is wearing the same outfit as rachel and yeah. ross thinks mark and rachel are kissing and then he realizes yeah. oh crap oh, that's the other girl yeah 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 i'm surprised she didn't leave him then yeah exactly that's what i mean it's just like she didn't stand up for herself then you know, when is she going to In her workplace? What? I know. I know. I know, as Monica would say. <laughs> <laughs> that's taking it very far. Like, that's, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean. And it's funny that he does that. You'll see why. That's all I can say. <laughs> I'm going to say something and then I caught myself. <laughs> but it's just, it's all just bad. This is a bad look for Ross. This is one of the reasons why I don't like him and I like Ross, but I don't like them together in this sense because they are just both like butting heads because they're not mature enough to understand the kind of relationship to be in. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and speaking of his sister, Monica, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she goes good for her. She's getting over Richard. When? Julio. Julio. I so, I mean, that's another relationship. Well, I'm not even, I wouldn't consider it a relationship. I would just consider it a, a fling. Yeah. yeah, a fling. You know, fling with the empty and, vase. Yeah, the empty vase. And, you know, she sees that, she thinks that the poem is about her. And then Phoebe says, or because Phoebe tells her that. Phoebe is just only trying to do good, but maybe mm -hmm. not. And this doesn't did it work out. And then she confronts Julio. Um, and he says it's it's about all women, not just you, all American women. Right. Yeah. Relationships are going bad here <laughs> in this in this episode. I don't I know. know. Yeah, like the the whole first first Latino character, and he kind of plays into the stereotype. But I know that we were kind of underrepresented then, anyways. But it's just kind of like. He's this like Rico Suave kind of character that can get any woman, and then he just all seasons as empty base and just like no emotional attachment to them. And I'm just like, okay, 
all right, dude, we get you. We've met a guy like you before. So you, you know? didn't like him? No, I mean, why would I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just too cocky. But I will say, why is he the busboy? Exactly. Is it because well, he's Mexican? Yeah. Well, that's true. That's a good stereotype, yeah. too. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. It plays into that stereotype of this, like, like I can get any woman and I'm the busboy. And, and it's just, you know, you know, Friends has that kind of reputation so i guess so but i mean coming from like my standpoint like you know they put the mexican as the i mean maybe he was another you know salvadorian i don't know but they put him as a busboy why couldn't he be like the manager or something right of course not i mean it's the 90s we were underrepresented that yes. time <laughs> so yeah uh, and julio doesn't make us look good or all mexican <laughs> men look good at all. <laughs> yeah i know i know and poor Monica just thought it was about her and it wasn't. <laughs> it was just, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. Definitely couldn't see that lasting very long. Um, no, I, I don't, just I still fling. want Richard. <laughs> I know. Right. Just another fling. I mean, you'll see Richard kind of soon. So I think we see Richard next episode, don't we? Yes, we do. Okay. Actually that uh, the, the actor, uh, Carlos Gomez, he's from Miami and he was, he played, uh, Jose Melendez in the Law and Order uh, True Crimes, the Melendez oh, yeah. uh, miniseries. Yes. I never saw oh. that. I need to watch Melendez. That's been on my watch list. Yeah, yeah. It's that really, was it's really like, good with Edie Falco. It's, it's yeah. really good. And that was like last year, wasn't it? Yes. I think it was a couple of years ago, but yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Time flies. Time flies. It's funny seeing how like these actors were back then and where they are now in their careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, now he's playing the dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, As they all are, except for like you know Ben, who is Cole Sprouse now. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, right. he's in Riverdale. <laughs> Have you heard of the show The Baker and the Beauty? Yes, I oh. love The Baker and the Beauty. Oh, that he's that? in that. Who is he? He's the father. <gasps> no. Yeah, oh my true. gosh, I love that show, Baker and the Beauty. That just. Yeah, I didn't realize. Oh my gosh! Wow, he really aged. <laughs> <laughs> this was twenty-five years ago. I know, it's different. Oh my gosh! The only person who doesn't age is Tom Selleck. Oh, <laughs> him and his refinance mortgage commercials nowadays. <laughs> yeah. And Jennifer Anderson and Courtney Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of them sort of age. Yeah, that's funny. Should we take a quick break and come back and talk about um, Joey's audition? Yeah, it's the funniest part of this episode because everything else was kind of like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right, we'll be right back. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're back, and we're the one with all the jealousy. Yes, and as our friend, writer Ira 
Ungerleider says, three storylines in each episode of Friends. We've covered two. Now we are on to the last one, Joey's audition. This is the best one. Yes. Yes. I love oh, I have rewatched it twice, this, this particular scene twice, the part where um, <laughs> Joey teaches everyone the, the dance yes. and the, perform- the auditioners perform it for the um director yeah so funny oh my gosh i love 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 that scene too vanessa i agree with you it's my favorite part and it that's one of the scenes when i rewatch it i still laugh out loud with it because yeah. it's so funny and he's lying on his resume the whole thing is that he's lying on his resume and trying out for this musical and he has five years of american ballet theater which is really prestigious and all of this stuff and then he goes to this audition and then the director tells him I got to go, but I got called into something, but can you teach him a dance? And then Joey teaches him his dance. And it's just hilarious. It's like, don't lie on your resume. I've never done it. I don't know if you guys ever have. No. Yeah. I think all three, I was thinking about this. All three of us are way too uh, worried about getting caught. (laughs) (laughs) Rule followers. But I think in the nineties you could get away with it more because it wasn't as, many ways to check there's no trace and no social media like that it's just hilarious like you know automatically joey's like the one who's like oh he's gonna be the best one out of all of them and then joey like it's so funny when he says that's the best they could do like or that's the best that i could have and it was just funny to see all these professional dancers doing a silly dance that joey taught them i mean what was this the cabbage patch they were doing that like i don't know it was hilarious well it was funny when the director did the dance and then joey looked at him like i have no idea what just happened other than jazz hands at the end yeah yeah Yeah. it starts off like easy and then he starts you know, put it right, put it right, turn, 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 and jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was very funny. There were a couple of music references in there. Um, Chandler walks in and is saying the lines, don't cry out loud, just keep it inside, learn how to hide your feelings. That's a song from a Melissa Manchester song from the from the 80s, too. Oh. Yeah, that. Lyrics from the song, so yeah, I figured. So it, that that director, he is, um, that's Oba Baba Tundi. And I recognize his name because I remember we've had him on the show. But he's been acting for the past 40 years in a lot of things. Like, I'm dying up here. He is in The Bold and Beautiful. He's in Dear White People, Little Fires Everywhere, SWAT. Like, he's continually. And then there's still pre-production, post-production, like, stuff that he's still doing. Is so, he, does he play, like, a choreographer or a dancer in all of those? Or he has different roles? I think it's all just different roles. Oh. Um, so he's a good working actor who's had like a long career over the, oh, yeah. over the many years. That's great. Long career. Like his IMDb, I'm like scrolling and it is endless. <laughs> yeah. But that really was a good part. That was, I had to rewatch that scene twice. Oh, and I still had the same reaction when I watched it the second time. <laughs> That's it was cool. good. Yes. And then, it, then I love that Joey just like runs out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. He's stuck and he's caught in a corner and he's like, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. <laughs> uh, have you guys ever had to audition for anything like that before? No. Well, I was part of a choir in high school, like even though I can't sing, but I can sing enough where I can like be an alt, 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 
Alternate? Alto. Alto. Oh, Alto. I'm all not alternate. But uh, I never went out for the big parts because I can't sing. So I like, I was still like, we did the Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Like, I still remember the, the song. But well, like, the wind comes through and down the plane, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, where they are. Yeah. I'm a big yeah. fan of the musical Rent when it first came out oh, yes. in the 90s. And mm -hmm. I, I don't think I've actually ever told anyone this story. Uh oh. And I actually, they had an open casting call in Miami, and I went and just auditioned. I knew I had no chance of getting the, in it or having anything to do with it. I just wanted to be around those people for like a couple of hours. And I, uh, the audition was uh, to sing Amazing Grace acapella. And you did? I did it. I was terrible at it, but I did it. Oh my god! At least you tried. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do a dance like a sort of like ballet. No. no. Oh my gosh! That's did cool. you practice at all? Nope. It was all spur of the moment. It was all impromptu. Oh my wow. god! Look at, that's amazing. You guys oh, heard it here first. Taste exclusive audition for Red. Heard I'm sure else. no one remembers it. That's what this, <laughs> this is a good thing. Oh my god! Did you meet any people um, who auditioned and are now? Touring. I don't know. I don't think so. But that's a, that would be a good question. It was just cool to be around, mm -hmm. you know, in that space. It was just fun. Oh well, I can't believe I told you guys that story. I, oh I didn't even think about it until just now. That is amazing. Yeah. But see, kudos to you because you loved it so much. You decided, you know what? I'm not good at this, but I'm going to go for it and I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> even though in your head you already <laughs> there is no way. <laughs> yeah, but you still did it. A lot of people don't. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I'm sure they were thinking, who is this who guy? Is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and as you're, you're like dancing. They were resume, very polite. <laughs> and I'm, you know, no offense, but I'm sure your dance resume reflected um, Rachel's <laughs> one job she had at Central Perk. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. I was going to what did your resume look like when you went? <laughs> I don't even remember. Did you take your own headshot? I don't even think I took a headshot. <laughs> I was actually surprised they even let me audition now that I think about this. Yeah, you just sign up, scroll, scroll so your name. And, get yeah. and you were working in the news industry, right, when you yeah. auditioned? Wow. For some reason, I was off that day. That's wow. so awesome. That's really cool. Thank the stars aligned, but not quite much. Yeah. <laughs> Super close. Job. Was there like, what if it was, because you know, Roxy Hart in Chicago isn't meant to be like big, like a uh, singer. She's kind of like kit kitschish, you know? Like, what if they were like, well, we want a kitschish kind of like character in Red. <laughs> I call back and got the part in your life and it just came. Right. I mean, you could have been a Broadway star. Yeah. What if they said, you know, unfortunately not for this role, but we have another role we want you to take. I guess that's why you should always put yourself out there. Yeah. Would you have taken that role? I. What if? Sure. Yeah. Totally. I would have taken it. Like, I like being on stage doing that stuff that's like not so much in the spotlight but like behind it was fun yeah oh yeah if i had a dream job it would be a back you know in the chorus of some broadway show yes and how fun would that be when i saw it on broadway i and anytime i watch any show i always look like behind the curtain to see and hamilton did a very good job of hiding their tech crews 
behind the scene because I would look, you know, I had pretty good seats, probably like fifth row mm -hmm. and I would look and I couldn't see anybody, oh. you know, it was very good. And typically you see people like running around moving a set or anything, but they did it so well that they had they to don't really move their sets in this. It was oh. the staircase, but the but the it was the, the dancers actual, who yeah. would incorporate yes. or the choreographer who incorporated it into the choreography. That's you know? true because it'd be like the world goes upside Love down, yeah. and then they're moving the chairs with it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the dancers would get whatever props were coming up next and yeah. hand it over. So yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Oh my goodness. Very good. Yes. Oh. I well, I was a song leader, so I had to audition every single year in high school, and oh, then. Wow. Um, I was also in choir, so I juggled those two things. Wow. Um, I wasn't the best singer, but I did it anyways because my friends were doing it. Uh -huh. But it was pretty fun, like competing and everything like that. Um, it's a lot of work. People don't, you know, like glee. Yeah. Like that, yeah. you'd go to competitions. Uh -huh. um, and then, yeah. Oh, I was in a play, Alice in Wonderland. It uh -huh. was like a stage play for, like, kids. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I forgot what I auditioned for, but I didn't get that role that I auditioned for, but I did get casted as a flower and I had three lines and one of them was, I'm wilting, I'm wilting. <laughs> <laughs> three lines. Oh, that's cute. Right. Yeah. And I, so yeah. You know, you know what Joey was going through. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, All exciting. right. Well, that was fun. Whew. Revealing secrets. Yes. Yes. The secrets. <laughs> the careers that could have been. <laughs> Try it out for us. <laughs> All right. Coming up with the next episode of Friends with Friends, Richard's back. Yes. Yay. Well, I'm actually happy to see Richard back. I can't yeah. wait. Let's see can't wait to watch. Me too. Yes. And if you like us, subscribe, download, and give us nice comments and five star ratings. And follow us on Friends with Friends Podcast on the gram or Insta, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.